Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right, this is the Boys Down Bad Podcast, episode 74, I believe. We need to start putting the episode numbers in. Yeah, 74. 74, it's, uh, it's a good number. Yeah. Um, great interview at the end of this episode um, with James Williams. That, that kid fired me up. Yeah, I was like getting pretty pumped up talking to him. Yes. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's one of those guys who is just ready to grind, especially... Yeah. Juco before, like anytime somebody goes Juco, it, it either ends in they're a hardo softball player <laughs> or they're going to be like a stud, call, like D1 player. Yeah. And I, and think, I, I think he's going to be a stud D1 player. Yeah. He he just fired me up. Um, it takes a lot going through Juco just from, from what I've heard. So, yeah. Being able to, he calls them the trenches, in through the trenches. Um, mad respect to him. Excited to see what he can do. For the Skiers moving forward, um, the No Block No Rock Podcast Awards. Yep, they are August nineteenth, I believe. Eighteenth. Um, nope, nineteenth. Night, August nineteenth. Yes. And so we had you guys vote to nominate us for some categories, but yep. now we need you to vote um, for us in the categories to actually win. To actually win. So we're going up against some other podcasts. So what, Peters, what um, categories are we nominated for? Yeah, so we're nominated for MVP, which is just best overall. We'd love to win that. Sure. Folks. A lot of good podcasts out there. So it'll uh, be a good good race. Best guess, which if you're if you only have time to vote for one, you should vote for all of them. But if you have time to vote for one, do best guess. Yep. That's something we absolutely grind on mm-hmm. every week, basically every week since like a year ago, or like six months ago, we've had yeah. guests. Which is crazy to, kind of crazy to think about, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, Beggar Mortgage, there's two nominated for that. Hey, we won one parlay that yeah. one time. You're up units betting with us. You are up units. And so. then New Kids on the Block, which is, I believe, one year or newer. So, best guess, that's our number one priority, I think. Yeah. MVP is a lot to ask for. You know, we're a young podcast, but... Going up against the Go Big Red cast guys, it's tough. Yeah. They're... But best guess... Who knows? That's the one that we grind for. We put in a lot of extra work. It's a lot of DMs sent, mm-hmm. a lot of coordinating times. And uh, part of that is to the guys that we interview, too. 
Yeah. We appreciate them coming on. Oh, absolutely. If you, so for them too. Yeah. If you don't want to vote for us, vote because of us personally. Yeah. Vote for us because of the guys. Yeah. Support the boys. Show the recruits some love. Absolutely. So that, I'm going to put the descript, uh, the link in the description of the YouTube video, and then we'll be firing out posts to yeah. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. So follow the word. Follow us on those and subscribe. We'll shoot out the link. Follow, subscribe, like, comment, comment, share. share. We'll throw out the link. Um, yeah, we'd appreciate a couple votes. Yeah. Um, should we move on to your question? Peter said he had a question for me. Yeah, so I saw this on TikTok from the Breadbasket guys on TikTok. Good follow. They do a lot of, like, drafts. They do a lot of, like, would you rather do this, like, for this amount? So it all stemmed from would you rather take a million dollars right now or you get 20 possessions against LeBron James one-on-one for, I think it was 5 or $10 million. So you get a million, you have to do nothing. Or you get 20 possessions against LeBron. Let's just say it's for $5 million. If you, you don't have to score, you have to score. If you don't One score, time. you get zero. Correct. So one million versus five. Yeah. Cool. I I just take the million, but I I feel like it's my three point percentage. If you just check me the ball, I could shoot a three, and I think I could make one out of twenty. The thing, is, so we're saying, yeah, you started at the top of the key. So we were driving back from a golf round. And I I think you take the million. I don't think there's any chance you score on LeBron. We put the caveat in he's playing regular season defense, but he is trying, and he knows what this is for. So he knows if you score on him, you get $5 million. So then me and Keaton were talking about it. Say you get 50 possessions against LeBron. We took the money out just like, how many times do you think you could score on LeBron? You get 50 possessions, you start at the top of the key. Playing regular season defense, giving effort, but it's not like he's, it's not like there's 30 seconds left in the finals. Well, I know for a fact that if I try to drive, I'm not scoring. Correct. For the rest of my life. You could give me infinity tries and I wouldn't yeah. score. The only way I would score is he checks me the ball and I immediately shoot a three. Yeah, but then... So he has a seven foot wingspan. He's six foot nine. So he's huge. Yeah. Six foot nine. Is Reimer six foot nine? Uh, Reimer's is six, six or six, seven. So Keaton said he could score six times on the bra. How many times? 50. No. I said there's no, I said there's no chance because I don't think whoever it is, I don't think you're getting past him. No. And even if like, you get him a little bit off balance, he, his wingspan covers it enough to where he's going to block your shot. Can I draw a foul? Yeah. I think I think that just resets your possession, though. Oh, okay. Then, no. So, and if he, I draw a foul and I get, like, a free throw, then maybe. Yeah. So, Keaton had said six. I had said zero. So, we texted Clay and... Because that was 
easily our two best basketball playing friends. Mm. Nate said I would not. He, Nate said I wouldn't. Wouldn't even get a shot. <laughs> yeah. And he also said if he's trying, I don't think I could dribble. That's the thing is you have to like. Yeah. I do like your idea of he checks it to you and you just fire. How far away does he have to be when he checks it? I think a normal. I mean. If he knows, like, that it's a challenge, I feel like he's not going to just, like, give you enough space to get a comfortable three up. Clay said maybe five, but it would be tough. Clay could maybe do it because he's taller. Yeah. I think Clay has the best chance. I want to say I can make one three. Yeah, I mean, I just think even if you fire it quick, you're... Like, what's your percentage of, like, rapid-fire threes with no one covering? I haven't shot a basketball in a while, so. That's the thing. <laughs> is like, King was like, I'll just get past him. I'm like, you're, you're not going to get past I don't think anyone is getting past him. No, I don't think so. So I think in the scenario, you take the million dollars because I don't think, I mean, there's no chance I would get her by him. That's I wouldn't. Much. I wouldn't get him off balance. To where I have enough room to like shoot a three, I think. I think you just have your only chance is just to rapid fire a three. Yeah. And I think I don't know. I think I can make one. I would have to like I would have to see someone else do it, like as an example. I would need to see how far he is. Yeah. It's all to, if he's right if he's basically guarding me when he checks the ball, then no, no chance. no chance. I think he's like you're, but if he gives me like an opportunity to maybe get a shot over his jump, then maybe. Yeah, I think the only chance any of us have is he checks it to you at like a semi-normal distance away and you just get him like slowed down a little bit yeah. and you just fire. But also you do that five times and you miss. He's going to start coming, guarding you closer. He knows he sees your strategy and he's like, Well, I'm not just gonna let him fire. Yeah, that's that's a really good question. Yeah, I think in what the, did Jackson say? Jackson said I take the million dollars because there's no chance I score. <laughs> I think Derek also said you just take the money. Yeah. I don't know. That's a really good question. Yeah. I just I think there's no chance. And like Maybe we'll hit up LeBron and see if we can test it. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. Good question. Um, short one today since we're on a short week because of the fourth and only have two boys here. We're just going to end with some roulette real quick. 17 for Chris. 15 for Trevin. I'm going to go with 24. I thought you were going for zero. All right. All right, what do we get? Is that close? Oh, we... oh, 35. Yeah, one more. Just one more. Yeah, so we'll just do one more. And everybody will be happy with just two. Uh.
Oh, 27 fourths. Sure. Red 27. Red 27. Dang. No winner. Another All right. Loser. Enjoy James Williams. Awesome pod with him. Yep. And, uh, yeah, have yourselves a top ten weekend. So I'm from uh, y'all. Y'all will never believe this because you y'all are, y'all are in Lincoln, right? Yep, yeah, we're in Lincoln. Yeah, had a had a feeling. So uh, I'm from Norman, Oklahoma. Oh, really? Okay. So my dad played football at the University of Oklahoma. My mom swam there, and uh, um, my grandpa also played football for Oklahoma. So not not gonna lie, was not the biggest uh, Nebraska fan growing up, but. Uh, <laughs> One thousand percent him now. Hey, that's understandable. Um, I, yeah, I went to my first Oklahoma game. What was that? Two years ago, or three? Yeah. Two or three years ago. Norman gets they get rowdy, man. It's pretty sweet. That's true, but I mean, so far my experience in Lincoln's been better. So. Oh yeah, well it's not even comparable. No, I appreciate y'all having me on. Uh, my my story is basically uh, it it's a long and winding one. Uh, so. In high school, the reason nobody had ever heard about me was because I didn't start until I was a senior. So for the first three years, sat the bench, it was terrible. But my senior year, went did really well. Had 18 sacks, like 108 tackles, 35 tackles for loss. I was balling out. Problem was that my grades were terrible. So every school that wanted to recruit me, at, like at, physically couldn't because I wasn't even Division One eligible. So I'm like, all right, whatever. I'll just go the JUCO route. And so I ended up doing the JUCO route. It's it was hard. It's basically everything you do so far that in the, since I've been in Nebraska, it's basically the same thing. But you're just not like it. You don't get you get the benefits of, of of all the stuff in Nebraska. So it was hard. Um, and I didn't even have a whole lot of love coming out of JUCO because I didn't I I didn't play a ton. I started towards the end of the year, but like towards the beginning of the year, I was a backup. Like wasn't playing a whole lot. And uh, uh, man, came up to. Or I got invited to a post-grad camp from Nebraska, balled out there. They're like, hey, like, we want you now. Like, what's it going to take? And uh, uh, now I'm here. Dang. That is a crazy story, man. Um, is there uh, – I know in baseball, like, the JUCO – there's, like, no rules in JUCO. Like, you can practice for as long as you want. Like, it's crazy. Is uh, is it like that in football? Absolutely not. There's there is like so, there is some regulation. Like you know you can't like practice when it's a hundred degrees outside. But because there's because they don't have somebody like there to watch them and make sure they're ac- actually treating us like well, they'll they'll go off like th- they'll do practices off the book. But they'll call them they'll call them like something else. It's like team bonding exercise and not nah, nah, they're making us run <laughs> team bonding. But you guys are just working your asses off. <laughs> Running up a big ass hill, like <laughs> that's crazy. Um, so growing up, so you're from Norman, you said? Yeah, I was. I was born on campus there. Okay, and then so you went to high school in Kansas City. Yeah, I uh, moved around a little bit. I actually lived in Omaha for a little bit. I would have got um, Millard West if anybody was. Yeah, if anybody yeah. Blue, we know Wildcats, baby. <laughs> um, so was it always football for you growing up, like? Was that your dream, or um, what did you want to do growing up? It was football, and it was always college football. So the first game I, I ever watched was, like, like I ever remember watching was uh, the 2009, maybe 2010 Big Ten Championship. It was uh, it was Nebraska-Texas, the game uh, in Dominican Sioux had four sacks on Colt McCoy. Like, from, from that moment on, like, I have wanted to play football my entire life. Like, I, I was a pretty good basketball player. I couldn't shoot, but, like, 
you know, like basketball is okay. And I, I never really loved baseball, but football's been what I wanted to do since I was a kid. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So you kind of talked a little bit about like how you went the JUCO route. How did you end up at Iowa Central? Um, so I hadn't, nobody hadn't like known what I wanted to do like in the recruiting process. So they came in super late and were like, Hey, you know, we can offer you this, 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 and this. And like, you know, we can get you out as, uh, whenever you want. And I was like, okay, cool. Well, that sounds fine. I'll just sign there and I headed there. I didn't have a whole lot of options with JUCOs because nobody knew I wanted to go JUCO. They all thought I was going to try and go, uh, walk on somewhere at D1 because they didn't know how bad my grades were. Yeah, and kind of what was your experience like during JUCO football? That's, that's, I call it the trenches because it's terrible, man. It's, <laughs> it's so bad. It's like, we, uh, like I was talking to some of the kids because obviously I haven't been here around, around like long enough or whatever, but I'm talking to some of the older kids on the team, like, man, like what was Ireland like last year when they were playing against Northwestern? Like, oh man, we're seeing these nice, fancy five-star hotels, like, Apparently, like, Joe Biden goes and stays there when he's overseas. I was like, man, that's crazy. Like, I sat in the middle of a steaming hot bus for that 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 bathroom was out of order for 13 hours and stayed in a three-star hotel. And they were out of, they were out of breakfast the morning I went upstairs because the offensive lineman ate first. <laughs> well, you can't do that. You can't send the alignment in through. That was stupid, right? Like. So I guess, what do you anticipate, like, the biggest difference or, like, challenge is going to be going from JUCO to Division One? Uh, Probably just the atmosphere. Um, it's, from my experience so far, it's it's essentially the same type of football, you know, like, the same type of lifting. Uh, I, you know, it's just, like, a lot different for me here because it's a lot easier for me. Like, you know, I have people who are going to get me bigger, stronger, and faster and, like, can teach me the game at a different level that they, I didn't have access to. Um just the biggest thing is the atmosphere obviously like nebraska is known for its fans like 392 consecutive sellouts is not a joke like it's going to be loud in there and they're adding even more seats like that's going to be a whole different thing i gotta get used to but once i do it yeah husker nation is insane have you had any um or i guess what is the reach out been like from husker nation since you committed has it just been insane man these husker nation loves football man they, I, I received, like, I had to turn my ringer off because of the amount of, like, notifications I had. My phone was blowing up. Like, I, lo- I, I love, love Nebraska football so far. Yeah, and that's why one of my favorite things to do on Twitter is, like, look at um, recruits to Nebraska and just see how many comments they get to, like, their, their commitment posts. It's insane. Like, a million different Go go Big Reds, like, home. Like, oh, it's, it's great. I love it. Yeah, 100%. Take us to the story of how you actually got to Nebraska. So it was a long and it, it, it's kind of a long story. So I uh, um I played last season at JUCO. I wasn't quite sure if I was academically eligible because I was like kind of on the line. And so, you know, I was kind of hindering my recruiting and I wasn't getting recruited by anybody. And I was like, you know, where am I going to go with this? Like, I don't want to have to go back to JUCO for another year. And I got a DM from uh, from. Uh, a couple different coaches at Nebraska, and they were like, "Hey, come to our come to our post grad only camp." So I'm like, "Okay, well, I'm gonna be facing kids that are my age anyway." Uh, there was only two defensive linemen. I don't know why I put up two fingers. There was only two defensive linemen that showed up. So I got I got like full reps, full access in front of Coach Knight, and, and he ended up loving me. And he was like, "Hey, like, uh, we need to go get you to see Matt Rule pronto." And like, 
that was shocking to me because Matt Rule's damn coach of the Carolina Panthers last year. I'm getting ready to talk to him. Like, he came in there, was super nice. He's like, what do I need to do to get you here? I was like, I'll sign tomorrow. He, he <laughs> moved he moved hell and earth to make sure I could get here as early as I did. That's awesome. Yeah, we have talked to a lot of recruits just about Rule. What kind of guy is he? Because, like, that story you just shared kind of speaks to it, I think. But, um, yeah, what kind of guy is Rule? Um, so I haven't, like, I, I don't know him like a whole lot outside of the recruiting process, like how he is actually as a coach. Cause they were off last week, but, um, like from what I've seen so far, he's a pretty chill dude. Like he, he's, he's very old school. That's kind of why we're bringing the full back, the full back back. But, um, he's a cool dude. I, I like you, you would have no problem like calling him on the regular and being like, Hey, like, you know, I'm doing this or this and this or whatever. Like he's a, he's a down to earth guy. It's probably why he's such a good recruiter. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, so one thing I've always kind of thought about with, because you're a preferred walk-on right now, right? Yeah. Is there, like, a little bit of an extra, like, chip on your shoulder as a preferred walk-on? Or, like, I guess what's kind of the mindset of that? Oh, for sure. And it's not just that. Like, it's, some of it was, like, you know, like, nobody, nobody, I felt like, wanted to recruit me out of JUCO. Like, I've had I've had a long, hard road to this to this point where I'm currently at, like, I feel like I got boulders on my shoulders, which is fine. Like the the movie they make is going to be great, but uh, um, like that's just another like thing to add to the fire, and it it keeps me motivated and going. Yeah, absolutely. That's a that's a good answer. Um, going back to roll a little bit, what do you think makes him such a great recruiter? Because he's absolutely killing it right now. Oh, that's that's an understatement. It would not surprise me if Nebraska is back to our our winning ways here in two or three years. Um, I think part of it is like the, rec- the recruiting game is like trying to make sure that you will not only recruit the kids, but the parents. Like, so you want to make the parents feel safe, especially like Nebraska's honestly, you know, like just being honest, it's not the world's greatest football recruiting game. Like, you know, you, you're, you're going to need to get grab kids from Texas, California, Georgia, Florida, if you're going to want to win games. Well, where have we been recruiting over in, in Miami? Like the thing that makes him so great is he will get on those flights to go see you. He will talk to your parents. It's not it, it's not your assistant of the assistant to the assistant. He he is the one who is like, hey, I want you. What is it going to take you to get get come to Nebraska? So that, that's a big part of it. And then the other part of it is just his pitch. Like it's not like he doesn't talk about himself the entire time. Like he could totally talk about what he's done at Temple and Baylor and even with the Panthers. But he's like, I want to hear about you. And that to me was the most enticing thing. Hundred percent. Does that uh, make your parents feel like super comfortable too throughout the whole process? Oh yeah, my mom's like, I have no problem sending you there. Like, his rule is every coach has to call uh, the parents every every two weeks. You have to call once every two weeks, like just so just so you can check in and make sure that your kid is safe. So that, I'm sure that totally persuades parents, and that's that's the reason my mom wanted me to come here. Yeah, for sure. That's awesome. For sure. So I guess what's one thing or like a couple of things that you're most looking forward to at Nebraska? Um, so the fans so far, because holy hell, if they're, they're blowing up my Twitter, let's see what they're like at the games. Uh, getting to play in the Big Ten, especially like we're playing, we got Michigan at home this year. We'll get to play USC and UCLA in the near future, like for my senior year. Like I'm excited about that. I'll get to go to Los Angeles. Like I'll, I'll get to play I'd probably Malachi Nelson or whatever. Like, I'll get to showcase my skills against the best of the best. Like, Michigan's won, Michigan's offense line won the Joe Moore Award. Like, I, I want to play against the best. And this is the best. That's awesome. Yeah. 
yeah, our our schedule that year is gonna be it's gonna be tough, but I feel like that's um give rule that three or four year mark to where he's got all his guys, he's ready to roll, and then uh put him up to the test against the the best teams in the nation. I'm excited to see it. For sure. And yeah, the the schedule my senior year is kind of a gauntlet. We're at Ohio State, at USC and Michigan at home, but I don't doubt by then we'll we'll be rolling. This'll be a this'll be a tr- tractor moving downhill. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um is there anyone like a recruit or maybe a guy um, on the team right now that you've kind of bonded with? Chief, Chief Borders. He, yo, that's awesome. I'm excited to see him play. Oh, uh, he's 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 electric, man. So he uh, so he plays the Jack, which is like kind of a DN DN outside linebacker combo. So I I end up seeing him a lot. I remember. So I have size 18 feet. So oh I, yeah, I got big clunky feet, right? So. I first day out there, like, you know, we had to special order you cleats. We're going to have to talk to Adidas. So for now, I just wear these ones. And they gave me like some offensive light cleats that were hard to like move around it. I remember as soon as we got done with the day, he grabbed me, he grabbed me like around the shoulder. And he brought me into the equipment manager's like room and he's like, this ain't okay. Like, we need to get this kid better cleats now. I was like, man, I appreciate you. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. That's, you need, you need guys like that in the locker room. Oh, one thousand percent, and it's a great locker room. Like I, I, I don't even. I love a lot of the offensive linemen in there, which you're not, you're not supposed to do. So, <laughs> my favorite, my favorite teammate is Chuba. Chuba is hilarious. That dude, that dude has the world's most energy at six twenty in the morning. We love that. That's awesome. I guess is there one player like now or like growing up in like high school and then even at JUCO that you really tried to like model your game after. Um, well, for a while it was, uh, it was Chase Young. Chase Young, I, I would watch his highlights for every single game. And like, that was, that was who I want to be like. And we're, we have pretty similar builds. Obviously he's a hell of a lot like stronger than I am right now, but, um, like we got, we got similar type games. Like I can, I can bend just, just as athletically as he can. It's slowly more evolved into Micah Parsons. Cause that's the, that's the type of game I want. And that's the type of game I can't play. I just, I got to get a little faster. What's your favorite part about playing DN? Because, I mean, aside from, like, the skill positions on offense, I feel like DN would be the most fun. For sure. Um, so, I have, uh, I would have had longer arms than Tyree Wilson at the draft who had who had the longest wingspan. So, my favorite part is, like, being able to, like, um, control, like, in, like the, stake of the, game, the state of the game. Uh, to me, the five most important positions in football are quarterback, defensive or edge rusher so you can go get the other person's quarterback off like a, a good right tackle to stop that a receiver and a corner but you know you got to be able to get after other people's quarterbacks if you want to stop if you want to if you want to like control the game so there's a lot of notoriety and like fame that comes with that there's there i if i were to walk down the street and ask a million different people who let's say micah parsons or nick chubb or tj watt were they would know if i were to ask them who like Fred Warner or like Bobby Wagner was, that's a different story. They're not gonna they're not gonna be able to name as many of those guys. So uh there's a lot of like fame and notoriety that comes with that that that's 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 where I am. Yeah, what's the uh toughest part about playing D end or maybe the thing that you're really working on right now to get better at? Uh the amount of weight I have to gain. So I played my senior season at two hundred and ten pounds. Right now I'm at two forty five and I'm 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 on the upward trajectory, but it's it's hard because I've never like I've had to eat a lot more than I ever have like lifting a lot heavier. It's a, it's it's a whole body change, but it's it's worth it. Yeah, I just got one more question. What would be like the biggest piece of advice that you would give to somebody who's kind of gr- gr- 
grinding through JUCO, not sure if they you know, want to keep going, but I guess what would you give them advice on? Um, I, I guess what I would say was, is stay the course, stay the path. Like for the longest time, I was, I was so scared that I was never going to make it out. Like I was going to be another failed JUCO story. And then along comes Nebraska, and now I'm up here playing football at Nebraska. Like, and, and it came out of absolutely nowhere. So, it, I, my advice would just be like, you know, stay the course. Like, be be mindful of what you're doing. Don't do stu- Don't make stupid decisions when you know you're at like a lower point. So that way, when you get back up to that higher point, you're ready to go. That's a great answer. I love that. Um, my last question for you. I want to, I want to give you a chance to pump up the the Husker Nation a little bit. What is Husker Nation getting in uh James Williams? You're getting a fierce competitor, a game-changing athlete, and a night and a great leader. There some of the, some of the most no, notable things about me is that like after I'll get a sack, celebration every time because I'm just that fierce of a competitor and I want to let it make it let it be known that I am here and I'm ready to go. Absolutely. Show some emotion. I love that. For sure. And being the great leader, like I want to make sure I want to bring this program back to the to the glory days and where we can be and where I think we will be. All right. That is fire. I love that. (laughs) James, this has been awesome. Thank you so much for coming on, man. We really appreciate it. Hey, appreciate y'all, man. I can't wait to listen to it. You bet. Go Big Red. Yeah. Okay. Go Big Red. Go. (laughs) See you, man. Heard at Sports Network Production.